Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome back, scholars, to the Lucky Die. Previously, Lafian learns of forbidden magic, Raoul learns about Kesa, Squash reads alone, as Zoltana reads out about Valkyrie's swords. Each of the team get to spend time in the library, researching a new body for Calimorn, what Demi and the Seven are turning into, the origins of the Fourfold, and the creation of the world. However, questions answered lead only to more questions. Is there a way to decouple a god from a person? Is there someone with the blood of Kalimorn in their veins? And why did Common never return to the library? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. in the library you've managed to stop Lisbeth from casting her teleportation because you've realised that Common is not with you as you look out the door of the library you see that the sun has kind of begun to set you've been here a while and you see Common's unconscious form at the base of the obelisk what do you want to do? um that's a problem what was she doing out there? Studying the obelisks. Uh, Squash is going to walk to the door and he's looking around for anything that might have caused this. Squash is not exiting the ruins or the library. (laughs) A smart move. Um, As you look around, like the darkness, not so much of a problem for you right now. Um, You notice that Common is just lying unconscious on the ground. There is a scroll and some spilled ink that has gone over the notes that she has made. The obelisk is covered in various runes and words, which most of which you can't read, unfortunately. You don't see anyone or anything else around. You only see the footprints um, in the sand made from your party as you arrived and also the kind of more subtle, older prints of... um, Marnak and Lisbeth when they arrived. Yeah. Zoltana, are you able to summon your steed? Could you have your steed grab common? Is that an option? Uh, maybe? I I don't... I could try. I'll, I'll call for Electo. <laughs> 
Um, Electo hasn't been with you. Electo just seems to hang out on the periphery of your vision for most of the time. Um, it's like you'll turn around, you'll see Electo just like sneaking off in the background. They're always there, but they're not as friendly as your former companion was. Yeah, as you kind of like begin to look, uh, poor Karuna, as you begin to <laughs> look about for Electo, um, you see them just kind of squash and looks up and notices that Electo has like um, her head settled on her paws, just sitting at the top of a dune. Uh, I'm going to walk up and be like, can you uh, help me with Carmen? Uh, Electo stands up and stretches. And then she kind of very gracefully slides down the sand dune, grabs Common by the back of the neck and drags her into the library. I'm going to immediately check for a pulse. She's still alive. Um, can I do an aura sight reading? See if anything seems off? Uh, yeah, sure, but link it for me and then I can tell you exactly what you'll learn. That's just the uh, advantage on insight checks. I'm not sure that you could really insight an unconscious person. Okay. Um, in that case, Laughing's just going to reach down and put two fingers on each side of her temple and just give, let's say, one side point of healing. Yep, that's perfectly fine. So one side As point. As you focus on bringing her back to consciousness um there's a very like imperceptible movement of her hair just round by where your fingertips are and her eyes open and she wakes with a little bit of a gasp Carmen are you all right I I and she looks around wary and she looks up at the the many of you that are around her I Yes, I think I'm fine, all things considered. You what passed happened? out. Uh, she begins to very slowly sit up. Yes, I remember feeling very faint, and then something kind of hit me in the chest, and she looks down, and there's no signs, there's no markings, there's nothing. Like some sort of energy hit me. Whew, very peculiar. Did you did you write some bad magic? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I was translating the obelisk. I, I, I don't remember what I read. I don't remember any of it actually. And she looks very disturbed. Um, she looks out at the obelisk again. You had it written down, and I think. Uh, she kind of like looks over because Electo grabbed her and not all of her notes, and you can see that there is a parchment and quill and that there very clearly has been ink spilled across this page. Damn. Um, does anybody have... Ma oh, Jesus. Uh, no, Squash wouldn't know about this, but does anybody have anything like Mage Hunt? Uh To do what? Pull the... Uh, parchment back in without leaving I the do. room. Yeah, I'll do that if I can. I'll use Mystic Hand and just grab yeah, it. Absolutely, you can. Um, 
a kind of mystical version of Balance's hand like reaches out and yeah, you can grab the ink and the parchment and the quill, whatever you wish. Um, when you bring it forth, you can see that the the page itself is just obliterated with all of this ink. Um, there's very few words left remaining. Um, the things that you can still spot are things like the bloodied. Um, you can also see Inquisitor. Um, you can also see, nope, that's it. That's all you'd see with the ink. Like you can just see odd words here and there. Common, is this important? From what you recall, I. It was something yes. about us. It sounded like. I, as she looks over at you, I think so. It mentioned Zaltana the bloody vengeance for sure. Yes, that's <laughs> what I was thinking. Um, the balanced inquisitor. I, I assume by your attire, and she kind of like gestures to all of Lavian. There was also the long death and the hidden, and I assume that means the pair of you, but I I can't be sure. In that case, um, and laughing, I'll like turn to Elizabeth and just say, can you give me ten minutes? What for? I want to try to see what happened. They look, uh, she looks at Monarch and he shrugs and nods. Um, let's see what he does. Um... Okay, I guess we can wait a few minutes. <laughs> okay, Laffian's going to sit cross-legged and place the parchment of paper on his lap and yep. use uh, one of his abilities that he hasn't used this entire podcast. <laughs> uh, you mean never successfully use, is that the one? <laughs> so, no, 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 this one doesn't require a role. Ah, the history yes, reading one. requires a role. This one, though, does not require a role. Uh, let me read it out. Uh, starting, this is a third level ability to give you an idea. I was about mm -hmm. to say, it, that it, thing this says never third level. This has never come up. Uh -huh. <laughs> you can focus your mind to read the psionic imprint left on an object. If you hold the object and concentrate for 10 minutes, you learn a few basic facts about it. You gain a mental image from the object's point of view, showing the last creature to hold the object within the past 24 hours. You also learn of any events that have occurred within 20 feet of the object within the past hour. The events you perceive unfold from the object's perspective. You see and hear such events as if you were there but can't use other senses. The rest of it's all uh, that, that little GPS yeah, tracker thing. Stuff, but... But... Yeah, okay. As you begin to do this and you sense yourself into the object... It takes about it takes that ten solid minutes of actual concentration, similar to the same level of concentration you had way back when, when you had to concentrate exceptionally hard to be able to talk with Marnak in that safe space. You blink, and the darkness goes, and you find yourself looking up at Common. You are rested on a board of some sort. There is, you can see very clearly the the, the quill that is kind of moving across your pages. She looks worried. She's muttering something quietly under her breath. It could be celestial, it could be well, it could be anything, but celestial would be your best guess. It has that musical tone to it. You see Common walking around. You know this is a walk because you can see the stars moving behind her as you're looking up. She reaches across as if she's touching the obelisk itself and she mutters the hidden maybe that's that small one. It must be. But then... And then she continues pacing around. 
and she goes, Ah, ah, if that is that, then this is a warning. No, this isn't a warning. This, as she reaches out and touches the obelisk, and she goes flying backwards. And that's the last that you see, except the stars. Hmm. Laughing comes out of it and goes, All right. Common, you were saying that it was a warning of some sort. A warning? You were saying something about the hidden and thinking that it was the smaller one, which I assume is that one, looking at Squash. <laughs> Squash like, in the background. Um. <laughs> yes. I wonder, though. If it is a warning, if that's what you saw, if that's the magic you just did, did you see anything else? Anything else that might be useful? Any any words I uttered? Any uh, Anything, really. Is there anything else you can give me? That was basically it, unless I'm having really short-term memory loss. Okay. Okay. I... If it is a warning... And it's a warning for about with involving the four of you. After she said it's a warning, by the way, Arch. Oh, maybe it's not, yeah. Maybe it's oh. not. If a it warning. is, even if it isn't, um I would like to stay and finish the translation. I will be a lot more careful this time. I'll I'll not touch it. If you go back outside there, you may not be able to come back in here. She won't. Benbar speaks up from behind you. Oh, um, do you know what that obelisk is about? It's information about certain people. We think it's us. He raises an eyebrow. Oh, perhaps you should have. Of course you wouldn't have known. It's information about... Much like the Sentinels, there are four of them. And there are four people who become significant in the end days. It's information about them and instructions for the librarians here. I have never read it myself. Fortunately, I was rushed into this position shortly before Okuma died. I never got a chance to read it myself, but my other, the other librarians, perhaps, perhaps I shall be able to ask them and send you information along once I have. I think that may be a good idea. Based on the descriptions, it definitely sounds like it was describing the four of us. Then I shall get the instructions from the others and either send what you need or do whatever tasks it asks of me, even if it means leaving the library. Very well. Carmen, do you wish to stay here? I think I do. I never got the chance to study this uh, wonderful library and... Perhaps when Ben Bar moves, I could leave with. Um, I'd very much like to study this obelisk where I can, and who knows when if I get another chance. 
Understood. Take a look around, around the library. Perhaps somebody else just uh, transcribed it as well. That is uh, a wise thought. I will see if I can find this. Perhaps that would help you also, Benbar. Yes, I... We shall work together, sure, half the load of the work. And telepathically to Common, he's just going to say to her, if things ever get dangerous, try to find Lisbeth and also Monarch. They can get you out of here if things get dangerous. She nods. I realize she can't respond to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just nods once in your direction. She understands what you're saying. All right. Is there anything else we need to do here, or should we go? Uh, refresh my memory. Um, were we going to go straight to um, Damarius, or were we going back to Falsum? Um, Lisbeth was going to return you back to Falsum because whatever potion it is that... Um, right, we need help making it. Raal has. You cannot find the ingredients on Damarius. All right, thank you. And Sorry. to be fair, you don't actually know if that potion is actually going to work. Yeah, uh, I don't know what, what is wrong with him. <laughs> to save Ron um, it's, it's Yeah. Right. It's a potion that should help to heal a dragon. It wouldn't exactly be common knowledge, but it would be a knowledge enough that your standard healing potion probably wouldn't work on a dragon. <laughs> it has to be bigger. Much right. bigger. Bigger. Four times. Four times healing. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, we were going to go back to Falsum, and then Kythea, your alchemist friend... And I think we also said we were going to get Emil involved. Extra strength. Maybe. Gives Between you the three of them, maybe someone knows. Yeah, someone should be able to help like create this potion for sure. The future avatar okay, of death <laughs> may potentially be the one to know how to stop death. Death. Yeah, one hopes. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> If there is nothing else, if nobody wants to trade out the books they have, because you've, you know, had two weeks to think about if this was the right choice or not, um, I'm going to teleport your butts to Falsum. True names. True names. I'm very happy with okay, mine. Okay, then. All right. And away to Falsum you go. Whoa. Through the whoa, stalking. Whoa. As you travel through the stalking, as Lisbeth kind of sends you merrily on your way, you notice strangely that none of your spectres are around. Oh, don't there say is that. no one to wave at you, nobody to say hello, um, nobody to give you rock hands. They have seemingly just not there. Um, or they may be too far out of your periphery, but Scorch's ridiculous natural perception, they're nowhere around. Um, and you find yourselves in Fausum. You find yourselves just on the surface, just outside of the Witcher Society. No, why are we... <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know where you want to go. You did tell her. <laughs> the temple. <laughs> How the fuck are we supposed to get down there otherwise? You could walk, your highness. <laughs> That's a Do long way. You remember how like long it took commoners? us? No. <laughs> I do not have enough dragon sand to walk all the way down there. I'm not interested. We had to through go through the, the sewers. sewers. What if there's more spiders? Raul's going to pass out again. All right, you find yourselves in the temple. That's fine. <laughs> Someone would have told her. Like, no one gave me any directions. You just went where I, I consider Falson to be outside because that's in the very middle. Um, yeah, you find yourselves in the temple just outside of the mirror room. It's very quiet. There's very few people around and about up at this time of night. Oh, okay. Fuck, it's nighttime. So mm-hmm. we need to get a bunch of ingredients, right? 
and we need to gather Emil Scott and uh, who was the other archivist lady? <laughs> um, there's a guy who came here fairly recently to set up a shop. He's an alchemist, and so is his partner. Um, they seem pretty good when I spoke to them. Are the person that came here to set up shop. I think they're talking about Carsons yeah. and Carsons. Oh, are you? No, I'm. I'm not. I'm not talking about Carsons. <laughs> um, his name is Recky. Recky. Fuck. Why do I know that name? Because oh. he was the son of the really yes. miserable. No. Okay. Bastard. It. It took me as okay. All right. That's fine. Hold on. It's that, been a while. that was me, Arch, <laughs> having a brain fart. Um, when she says that, Lafian's <laughs> like, "Wait, I'm sorry. Say that name again." Recky. They moved here? No, where? Where? I need to go say hi. Who? Uh, honey, it's, um, it's really late. Oh, shit, you're Perhaps right. Perhaps tomorrow? Right, sorry. I got, you, I got excited for a second. Um, Recky is the, I, actually, Squash, you weren't here when we had that whole discussion, I think. Uh, when I was but a wee inquisitor, there was my first, uh, investigation that I did, was uh, for a theft from a potion shop. Uh, it was a whole ordeal. Basically, I, I know the owner and his son. Well, that's very fortunate because we're probably going to have to wake them up. Right. Um, I don't know how well that's going to go over. I know the father's a bit grumpy. His father wasn't here. It's just Recky and his partner. Oh, no. Maybe we should find them then. Why right now? And she looks at Squash. Because when Rondra only has so much time. Right, okay. Yeah. Time is of the essence. And to be fair, looking at this, this could take a few days to make. Maybe. I don't know, maybe Rack and maybe Emil have faster ways. Um... Does anybody know roughly where Emil was last? Last time I saw him, he was down here in the temple, talking to the uh, uh, drow lady and the human man. Well, uh, why don't I try to find Emil? And Lafin, you can go talk to Raka? Raku? Raki. Raki. Raki, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I understand Elvish names are hard. Fracky. Um, We don't have a lot of time. This needs to get done now. Not only doesn't Vendrondra have a lot of time, we don't have a lot of time anymore. We most certainly don't. Rol, why don't you go get your alchemist friend? Um, Squash, you're going to find Emil, you said? Okay, I'll go talk to Reki Zoltana. Um, I don't you know who do, you, who do you want to go with. P- pick someone to go with. Uh, Unless you can think of anybody else that we need. I I t- appreciate if she came with me. I'm not exactly comfortable around Emil. Yeah, I'll go with you. I don't know him very well. Yeah, don't worry. I'll I'll go with I'll go with Squash. Thank squash you. and I are Thank buddies. You. That works. This is the best body cop movie ever. Um. <laughs> Okay. It's funny because neither of them are cops. We're splitting up and going three ways. 
<laughs> We're splitting up and going three ways. So we're going to go talk to Rec and um, the, whoever else is there at the shop. Kathy's we're going to go find Emil Scott mm-hmm. and we're going to go speak to Rao's alchemist friend. Yes. We're Rao's summoning the potion Al- masters. All right. <laughs> All right. We assemble the potion masters. Okay. Who wants to go first? All right. Roll a dice. Everybody roll a d20. Dice off. All right. This went so well last time. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn, damn it. That's a waste of a good roll. Damn, son. <laughs> <laughs> that's the highest I'm going to uh, roll all day. <laughs> I got a one. <laughs> good use. That's the lowest you're going to roll all day. Uh, uh, Ral, uh, you want to hit us up on a roll? 11. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. Well, this has completely screwed up the system because we have a that one and a 17. All right, we'll go with 18. Hi. So, Lafian and Kythea. Kythea takes you up to the surface. It would have been great if you'd started there, right? She takes you up to the surface through the sewers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> would have been nice if I knew that she takes was here. You, she takes you to the edge of town, and indeed there is a shop here. The shop is... Old. It's clearly an old potion shop. There is still a sign hanging out the front with a very old potion vial. Um, the paint is beginning to fe- peel off. The words that were there have been scrubbed away and a new one has been written up there. Wreck and Rion. And within the shop, you can see that what? it's closed and boarded <laughs> up. There are... Stop it. There are many potion vials sitting on the surface. You can even see some of them glowing. Um, you hear like a very faint roar and a tinking of um, glass upon glass. Whoever it is is still here this evening. <sighs> I don't want to talk about it. Just laughing knocks on the door. So you knock on the door and this um, this half-elf man comes to answer and he's got a frown on his face, but when he sees you laughing, he kind of like smiles a bit and then um, and then he says... Come, come in. What are you doing here? Sorry, rude to ask, but... Apologies to bother you so late at night. Um, my lady friend here informed me that you moved into town and I wanted to... One check-in and two, I needed to speak with you about something. It's awfully late, your highness, but... Come in, come in. And uh, he steps back and opens the door. You notice now that he is away from his father, he doesn't have that same scowl. His, like, everything about him seems much more relaxed. His sleeves are rolled up and you can see that his arms are kind of stained with, you know, various ingredients, different colours, some minor burn marks. And currently his hands are covered in his, like, dark green something. Um, He kind of closes the door with his elbow. Awfully late to check in on old acquaintances, I assume the latter is actually important or is it if it's not please leave it's quite important yes that's why i came immediately when i heard that you were here is your father with you as well or is he back we decided that it would be better if he were to stay in belegbud i decided it would be better if he stayed in belegbud and he smiles understood um, are we the only ones here? Uh, he, like, raises both his eyebrows and kind of does, like, nods and does, like, the half-shrug thing. And then he says, yes, my, um, 
my re-owners, they're currently out foraging for supplies. You know, midnight moon, etc. Come in the back. I'm actually in the middle of something pretty delicate. Sure, Come. sure. And he takes the both of you to the back. Uh, there are some candles set up around. And you can see there is a lot of that. You know, when you think alchemists like complicated glassware and Bunsen burners, Alembics that's basically what that. is going on uh-huh. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that whole thing is going on. Like there are like the very tiny pieces of parchment which are changing colours as they're sitting in like the, the, um, the various liquids that are brewing. And you can see there's a lot of, you would know pretty quickly, fairly expensive potion ingredients alone, um, especially from Kythea's intake of breath. Like, oh my God, that costs like 400 gold. I'm sorry, how <laughs> um, much? It's very evident this guy knows. <laughs> It's it's a lot. It's a lot, honey. Oh my god. Huh? Um, <laughs> yeah, and he's just going to potion potioning away. He's uh, like tapping things and measuring, and he says, "So, uh, what can I help with? I guess." So I'm going to lay it out blunt because I think it's <laughs> probably the easiest way to do it. <laughs> um, we're trying to gather as many of our alchemist friends that. We know as possible, uh, my lady friend Kythea here being one of them. Very talented too. And she kind of blushes a little bit. For what? We need to cure a dragon. His hands go still, <laughs> and then he very carefully puts down the ingredients. Puts down the tool he's holding, takes two steps back and turns and looks at you with like his hands like closed up by his chest. I beg your pardon? There is a dragon who is sick and dying. Not the one that I had with me prior, not the dragonborn. I'm talking about a full-blown big... I. Here's where I stand, your highness. We're talking about dragons as if they're real. They are. I had the same reaction, yes. Right. It's a very interesting experience when you meet one face-to-face. Um, would not recommend it. <laughs> I consider myself adventurous, but not that. Not that adventure. No, okay. Uh, so let's put my disbelief aside. Let's pretend I believe you about this dragon stuff. <laughs> you want me to try and cure a sick dragon? Well, it won't be just you. It's you, Kythea. We've also got uh, two other friends of ours who are very accomplished alchemists. And we're hoping that you all can put your minds together and take care of this so that we can move on to the rest of the saving the world bit that we're trying to do. We need four alchemists to make the four times big potion. Right, it needs to be a very large potion. We need more alchemists. We need. No, we're going to need your biggest four pot. times bigger. We are going to need a bigger um, boat uh, for the potion. I don't know if anybody. What's what's wrong with this dragon? We're not entirely sure. It's not something that I can really... He puts his head in his hand. <laughs> there are... There, how, do, how do I explain this? Um, you're probably going to want to talk to the people that are from 
Demarius, who may have a better explanation than I do. Dragons are real. Right. Dragon is sick. Right. You don't know with what. I don't. There are people that... And you're hoping that four random alchemists can cure the dragon. Four amazing alchemists. Accomplished. Smart. Alchemists. Please, please, no, stop. Um... Do you happen to have anything that would help? Someone had a recipe. Rem- remind me, V. You, we've, we've, ba- Rawls definitely like since you guys were going for supplies. For the yeah, people, you would have handed yeah, it over. Yeah, um, I would have like, copied it. Basically, down for pulls out. Yeah, uh, Kaithia pulls out the recipe. Is like, yeah, we've got a basic recipe. Um, it's kind of like a really advanced healing potion that should get through the dragon's magical defenses. And he puts his hands up like, magical defenses, of course. Um, She's probably the better <sighs> one to explain these things. I'm good at the convincing part, usually. I know this is a little bit <laughs> much. Uh, yeah. Um, sure. Uh, okay. How about... Kaithia, you catch me up with what's going on and you bring those other amazingly talented alchemists who might have a fucking clue. How about that? You want me to send them here? Yes. All of my equipment is here. We'll have a look through the potion list and see if there is, sorry, we'll have a look through the recipe list and see if I have anything to hand. But if it's a dragon... Can't believe I'm saying this. If it's a dragon, we might need more than what I have in my shop. <laughs> oh, we'll, four times. I think it's always interesting when you're around. I'm going to opt to take that as a compliment. You should. That's that's definitely your prerogative. Um, Kythea, why don't we why don't we have a why don't we have an infusion of tea and let's figure out how to cure a dragon. Uh, and he kind of like goes off to the back Um, you can hear him rattling around with like china and stuff it was lovely seeing you again I I wish to reserve judgment on that that's fair I get that a lot these days dragon turns to Kathy and just (laughs) well it sounds like you've got your work ahead of you I'm going to go with the others and send them here yeah um Squash is right. We should probably start working on this. There's some complicated things in here and blending some of this together. I I haven't even used half of these ingredients. So hopefully Emil and uh, hopefully Emil and Rao's friend will know a bit more about it. Didn't we get a name for that tabaxi? I'm pretty sure we I got a name. I think we did. Well, we did. I don't remember it. <laughs> Neil. I have it How could you? in my notes. <laughs> I haven't edited those yet. Hang on, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> yes, you have. Have I? No. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I know it. I had to rewrite it down. Oh. <laughs> it's because I'm a bad friend. <laughs> oh, your friendship was never based on I didn't his write name. it down either, surprisingly. Hobgoblin. Yeah, I don't have it down on my sheet. Then again, I, I don't have it down either. Uh oh. Maybe he never did get a name. Dun, 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 dun. Oh no! But his like, name I'm pretty sure you did. It's Tim. Um, 
he has now decided his name is Tim. Um, <laughs> bugger, I'm really... Like, all my notes recently have been spot on with names because I've been moving them from column A to column B and anything before that time is fair game for fuckwittery. Um, I'll just okay. not use the name. Just don't... Yeah, don't use his name. That's 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 our problem solving until... <laughs> Uh, that's fine. We'll deal with the name when it comes up. If it comes up again, then Hi, we'll put Tim in and then I'll... Hi again. No, please don't do Wake that. Up. No, please don't. Wake no, up. No, What's your name? Okay. So, um, <laughs> Lafian, you can definitely be making your way back down to the temple area. And basically, as the other two teams find their respective people, send them up to the potion shop. Okay. Because you also need to direct them where it is. Yes. All right. Um, so next on the list, then I'm I'm going to go with Squash and Zoltana because there was a 17 in that in that Thank pair. Um, <laughs> and together we got an 18. Yes. But uh, alternatively, a, a 16. <laughs> and either way, <laughs> either way, you two are going first. Um, <laughs> all right. Where are you going, and who are you trying to hunt down? So the reason why Squash was going to go for Emil Scott is because Squash is quite quick and he's quite observant. So he might be the quickest person to find Emil Scott if he's not in his usual hiding spots. Remind me why we're going to see Emil again. Uh, because we need to make a big ass potion for Venonra. Oh. And Emil is a, a, a talented... Multi-century talented archivist. Gotcha. She might okay. genuinely be the key to this whole thing. I, 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 I'm, I'm a little bit afraid that whoever else is joining in are going to be completely out of the depth when Emil enters the room. Yeah, he's got like pizzazz. Yeah, uh, like, like, like when you swing your sword and when I swing my swords, it's going to be like that kind of difference. It's not even the same grade, same level. You're right. I'm much better at swords than you are. Yes. And, I'm th- and thank you for noticing. I know. You've been, your sword <laughs> swings have been so grace, grace, graceful recently. I felt the need to mention it. I appreciate it. You know, I'm... <laughs> oh, look, it's Emil Scott over there. <laughs> for that complete stupid conversation, you can both have inspiration points. <laughs> You're <Yes>. so dumb. <laughs> That I haven't was... gotten an inspiration in like months. <laughs> uh, and it was for this conversation, Athel. Note this. <laughs> That's uh. so dumb. It's amazing. Um, yeah, fuck it. Um, as you mention, <laughs> as you spot Emil Scott and say his name out loud, um, Emil Scott appears as if from nowhere. You actually find him, the book, and the human male, which I think you may know the name of now. Um, you find the three of them talking together, sitting around a table with large sheaves of paper um, in the training room. What is oh. the name of the human male? Soren Arkwright. Oh, okay. Not Tim. Gotcha. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, Squaz is like hesitantly walking towards the the table where they're all at. They don't really seem to notice you. Zoltana's gonna like stomp on over, not like like actively stomping, <laughs> but like she she walk she stomps when she walks. 
you have yeah. the elf boots uh, even, on. Despite yeah, the elf yeah. boots, they cannot contain yeah. the glorious nature that is Zoltana Thunderheart. I don't Thunderheart. think you um, understand, like, how heavy my armor is. Like, the elf boots don't, like, they kind of help, but they can't do much for me. Yeah, they're, that's, like, um, that's okay, like if you put right. that's like if you put like slippers on to be quiet while you were wearing but like magic play armor. <laughs> I like to think that you bought her very comfortable shoes that happened to be very quiet, and Zoltana disliked the fact that they were so quiet, so she stuck tacks and rocks into the bottom. So, oh my god, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. Zoltana, Do these Zoltana's boots like come in steel toe? <laughs> <laughs> They do now. Can I that get boots of elven kind of steel toes? <laughs> steel toe edition. Well, but no, it's just because like I roll every time I roll a stealth, even though I have the boots of elven kind on and I have them marked on my sheet, like you know, I have a thing marked on it. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't do much. That's why I always say like I think that like Zoltana is just preternaturally loud. loud. Um, that's that's totally fine. It will also not smother your loud talking or like you purposely like kind of or accident even like banging your arm against it. Like it's totally fine. Um, in that case, um, you two are definitely spotted making your way over to this table, and um, Emil um, greets you with a smile and a wave. Um, the book's back is to you, and you can just about see Soren's face. Zoltana like kind of pops her hand, her her elbow down on the table and leans in and is like, "Hey guys, what's up?" They all uh, nod and smile at you, and they all say hello in their various ways. Um, and then the book says, so what are you doing here? What can we help you with? We're kind of like super busy right now, just like we're doing a thing that actually kind of may help you, but we don't want to talk about it just yet in case, well, we need to get certain things like nailed down. So uh, we're kind of busy. What can we do for you, though? Um. So... Um... Um, you guys know about Vinranra, right? Uh, the three of them, like, exchange glances and kind of shrug. Uh, the book, however, turns to you, like, full-on turns around and looks at you and says, well, I know about Wurrumwa from, like, a certain dragonborn have passed away who, like, had a lot of interaction with them, so I can probably tell you a fair bit. Uh, no, we we know him and we're gonna go meet him uh, as soon as possible. Oh my god, you're gonna go meet a dragon? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. As like Soren puts her hand on, on her arm to like, shh, sorry, there's no one here. <laughs> and indicates the completely empty training room. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, so, um, but he may have been badly hurt recently and we need oh, him no. to not die. The three of them look at each other. So what can we do for you? We're working on a potion that could possibly help a full-blown dragon. And Squash looks over at Emil. And if Emil is looking at Squash, Squash will instantly break eye contact away. We need to make a potion and uh, eye contact broken. Um, We need talented alchemists. Uh, How close are you to Emil? I would say that I was dumb enough to like get up to the table where he is. <laughs> um, he reaches out and puts a, a hand on your shoulder, not knowing any better, um, and says, "Yes, I will come help. All you ever had to do was ask. Excuse me. Continue on without me." 
I think you're right. If we use one of us as the focus, it should work. And he stands up and he looks at the pair of you and says, So, Squash, where am I going? Well, we know there's a lab, or probably a lab, up on the surface, but I think there's also a lab down here. Uh, I think we're... Uh, Emil, like, gestures to the alchemist lab, uh, (laughs) kind of behind (laughs) behind him. Oh, uh, okay, we'll just bring everybody here then. I assume you probably have the most (laughs) stuff. Not exactly. These instruments are old even by my standards. I assume if there is somewhere on the surface to work, that they have ingredients. If it's for a dragon, they'll need some important, difficult-to-find things and newer equipment. Oh, yeah, uh, we're going to need to run to get some ingredients. There, That's definitely a part of it. Um, yeah, uh, if you just follow us to the surface, we'll, we'll, we'll meet up with Lafian there and we can figure out what we're going to do next. Um, thank you, Emil. No problem. Everyone is doing what they can. And he kind of like gives you one of those like grim, like forced smiles. All right. It's because he said my name. the three of you. (laughs) Fucking hates me. (laughs) Laughing. Uh, The three of you uh, can make your way out. You hear uh, Soren and uh, the book again beginning to talk um whatever it is that they are they are talking about um and the three of you make your way to the surface and will conveniently pass Ama and Ral who may or may not have a tabaxi in tow um Ral and Ama you look pretty much everywhere while the other two are very quick to find a meal it takes you a little bit longer to find your tabaxi friends um your tabaxi friend is in fact in bed, asleep, like every <laughs> rational person at this time of night. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh, no. What do you want to do? <laughs> um, hmm. Is he per while he's sleeping? Oh. Is he one of those? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but they're, like, really deep. <laughs> um, Raw goes up and mm-hmm. kind of... I imagine they're kind of low beds to where Raw can like sit Indian style on the floor and have his head up at like the same level, talking level. Yeah, like it's just like a little bit above you. Yeah, yeah. Raw will kneel down and kind of gently shake his tabaxi friend's shoulder very carefully. (laughs) Trying to Um, gently. As you kind of like. You gently wake him. He doesn't seem happy to be disturbed from whatever it was that he was uh, dreaming about, and his eyes begin to, like, flutter open. Ugh. Hi. Uh, sorry to wake you up. And uh, Ama cannot understand Raw because Raw's being very, very <laughs> trying to be nice, and he doesn't realize that he's speaking in this person's language. I can't remember what we call it. Kino. Not Kino, but Kino old, common. old, old. It's like old, old, speaking, old common. Yeah, he's speaking an oldies right now. So Trying You can to be speak delicate. any language now, can't you? I can speak, cannot read it. Perfect. Can and then we have Lafian who can read but not speak, connect correct? Connect to the... Um, no, I can... People. You. I can speak so and speaking, anybody will understand me. Okay. 
but I have to spend... But you won't be able to understand them. No. Um, I gain the ability to understand any language I hear or attempt to read. In addition, okay. when I speak, all creatures that can understand a language understand what I'm saying, regardless of what language I use. Okay. Um, I don't know if technically the, the thing says that I can speak all languages, but it means the same thing. I don't know. It's the same bloody thing. Yeah. Um, you, it's a pair of you have universal translators on. That's kind of the equivalent yeah. of what's going on here. Um, um, in that case, you would understand his first utterance, which was what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? What time is it? Early. Um, I have someone important that might need help. If you, I need sleep. Sleepy time now. And he kind of like grabs the duvet and like, or whatever the blanket is and like begins to pull it up a little closer to his head. <laughs> um, you can probably sleep when we, when we get there, but we might have to travel soon. I was wondering if, um, well, how are you speaking my language? And he kind of like has that sleepy realization that something is wrong here. <laughs> what? You never spoke my language. How? And he seems to be waking up a little bit more. I did not know that I was. Yeah, that that makes sense. <laughs> Where am I going? Probably something to do with the specters. Um. So, okay, I need to make probably a really big potion. I have a list of ingredients, and Raw pulls out the list of ingredients. <laughs> And it's kind of like offering it, but more showing him like this is mm-hmm. this is what I've got. Um really big potion. And he kind of like sits up a little bit and like takes the the potion uh list, the ingredient list from you. And it's like someone I th- is Raoul, is this for something? Very big with wings. Raw, raw. <laughs> uh, looks like he's been caught, and he didn't want that information <laughs> to come across. <laughs> and slowly nods. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna need a persuasion roll. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this dude has just woken up. This is. This is a lot to throw on a guy who's just woken up and realized someone is speaking in a strange language to him. And Ava's okay. just standing the whole time like, what the fuck is happening? I don't understand. <laughs> Raul, what are you, stop hissing at him. <laughs> Raul, put your tongue back in your mouth. Uh, it's a 22. Hey. <laughs> Damn. His eyes, he like does that thing where he kind of like tries to force his eyes open a little bit to kind of wake up. And he says... No. I think this is for a dragon. Are you sure? Raul kind of looks away for a moment and swallows nervously because, like, honestly, just met him. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he returns his gaze and nods again. 
He was hurt fighting one of the people doing all of this mess. Okay. I will help in the morning. Sleep time now. Um. Okay. Are you about um, to say I have to go now? I don't know when we're leaving. We need to leave soon. Right now, I think we're just trying to gather these ingredients. Okay. The ones we can find here. You'll need to wear warm clothes. Why? He looks genuinely shocked. (laughs) No, no, no. Uh, It's a little trip, but uh, we will be back and we have been assured that we could travel safely to and back. We, as in you and me. Uh, As in a couple of us that are helping him, yes. You want me to meet a dragon? Like I said, we've been assured everyone's safety. Um, okay. I um I I guess I'll Okay, then I will probably need to get some things together and I will start on this potion. <laughs> Yay. He stands up and like pulls his trousers <laughs> up and like pulls this like shirt over the top and he's like Raw gives him a hug. Um <laughs> He doesn't return it as affectionately as oh, normal. Yeah. <laughs> no, Ross just excited. <laughs> but he does at least appreciate it. Um, I will be in my lab when... Okay, I think I will we were looking for there. more alchemists to help. I don't know where they are right now. Oh, but, thank uh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a, a big potion for one. I Great, okay. Who are, who are the others? Is the... Is the Tiefling lady going to help? I think so. Kythea. Okay. And she's smart. They were looking for Emil, and they were looking for mm. uh, someone who just set up in town that uh, Balance knows. Okay. Well, I I know where the no potion master is. I'll go find him. Okay. He takes the recipe from your hand, um, and that's when you see like your companions and Emil like leaving the training room. Um, there is a small exchange, and um, the your tabaxi friend can take Emil up to the surface without everybody leaving. So, coincidentally, about roughly the same time, everyone else can meet back up and have all the potion masters go off in a good direction. Wonderful. We've assembled the <laughs> the Council of Alchemists, the A team for Alchemists, the Council of Chemists. <laughs> The CCs. <laughs> okay. In that case, so far as you know, the potion masters are working on the potion. All right. What do well, y'all want to do, do now? <laughs> yes. Uh, they're doing what they can right now. They're deciding how they're going to tackle this problem. <laughs> Whilst also trying to convince Reki that this is a good idea and that dragons are real. <laughs> listen, I'm sure Emil can just be like, listen... 
you've seen one crazy thing. You've seen them all. I've like, listen, kid. Dragons were a dime a dozen when I was a kid. Just get over it. Yeah. <laughs> you talked to you talked to Merkel once. You've talked to him a thousand times. You know, like whatever. I wonder if the Tabaxi has seen uh, um, any dragons because they're old, oldies. Yeah, like they their they their armies uh, was frozen in time five thousand years ago, so that was roughly when the the previous war was. So that's true. I chance that he would have seen a dragon. Oh shit! You're right. Hence. Hence why he figured it was a dragon potion. <laughs> Although the only difference it's is back then rodeo. the dragons were, uh, you know. Just not, not, generally not good. Yeah, yeah. Not, not so good. I was not going to tell so him, B. I was not going to tell him. I was just going to say, look, I promise it's going to be okay. And then I was going to say, hold hands, let's go. <laughs> and then we were going to be um, there and right. it was going to be a thing. So... We have the four of you um, and Ama. Um What do you all want to do? This is the part where I forgot things. It's super late at night. Like the responsible response may just be going to bed. <laughs> but we just woke all these people up. To- <laughs> yeah, but that's their problem. You still need to be fresh to your part of the chores. So if I understand it correctly, they're right now parsing through the um, potion document. So, uh- Sorry? <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were talking about where the alchemists were going. Like, most of them are through the sewer right now. No, uh, so, if I understand correctly, the the alchemists are gathering together and they're going to try to figure out how to make the potion, so we're basically waiting on them to tell us exactly what we need to get so we can finish the yes. potion. Yeah. Because right. then we then, need to teleport to Daymarius. As soon as the potion is ready. Are they taking turns sleeping? <laughs> the I don't think they're going to sleep. And had to. <laughs> Because Emil doesn't need to sleep. <laughs> probably not. And uh, you have to ask him. Tabaxi friend was already asleep and could probably yeah. You woke him up. Sleeping. Yeah, good job. Uh, Recky has was, not been to sleep yet. Yeah, because he was working. We right have into various the night. levels of sleep that our alchemist could probably rotate on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like they're 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 coming up with a plan. Um, okay, because Rob will stay there and do whatever resting he can, but be there to you know. Help if he needs to. Yeah, I guess they, I don't they, have like, uh, anything uh, to do outside of here. Like, I think three, three of your four alchemists know where you are. <laughs> um, yeah. Like it's fairly easy. So yeah, Raul, Raul and Ama can go rest, um, and we'll deal with your role in the morning. Um, Lafian, I don't know. I feel like I should be doing more, but I don't know what more to do. Well, you can definitely sleep. That is an option. Um, I mean, you do have books. Uh, have you made any promises to anyone that you want to keep? Okay. You, th- all right. That's why are you trying? Specific V. Why are you? That is very specific V. <laughs> did I? Did I? And I don't, I don't know, remember. Did you? Your quest log. <laughs> no. Did, you tell me. I'm hitting J. I'm hitting J to open my quest log. V. Is is there? Is there okay. a quest that I may have forgotten? All right. Let me see what I have in your notes. Everyone has a bunch of random quests all over the goddamn place. Um, mm. You, like your singular real big quest that you had outstanding from season one is to get Talvin's um, Jerry thing to Ninverna, but you are nowhere near Bellicbood or when Ninverna is. That's what that's am I getting? Basically, to all I had in your quest log. Um, so when you met Talvin under the family tree, um, you he gave you something to give to Ninverna. What did he give me? I think it was a ring. 
Fuck, I didn't put that on my character sheet. I don't want to fix that right now. <laughs> Shit. You're going to mess up his whole proposal, dude. <laughs> now they'll never get married and it's going to be on your conscience. You know, I'm pretty sure that if uh, I if I die, I'm just not going to have a conscience anymore because I'll be dead, and the world well, will just... you'll be in the stalking plane. Listen, what do you oh, think shit, ghosts right. are? Ghosts are just your conscience flying around outside of your body. Why? Well, welcome to astro- Casey talks <laughs> about ghosts. I'm pretty sure that's just the astral alternative projection. name for this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, like he, there are options when you you kick the bucket. Um, also, you have friends who can revivify. So okay, so long as you and Zoltana don't go down, you're probably going to be okay. All right, uh, all right. I put that I down. Have two gems between. Um, actually, I do know something that Lefty wants to go do. Um, sure. he's going to go check in with, uh, Menmark, the, the dwarf envoy that, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rowena had sent. She is also like every reasonable person here asleep. Right. As, as they would be. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. All right. Well, I'm not going to be that asshole. You can see that Menmark is here at least. Um, let's put like that. Um, is the other dragonborn still here? Nope. The white one? Nope. No. They left. Yes. They went back to their family. Okay. Uh, Perhaps you'll see them in Daymarius. I hope Fuck, not. I hope not. <laughs> 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 well, that's one way to guarantee you'll see them again. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Uh, I don't in, even know where we're going. In, in that case, Laffian's probably going to spend his long rest um, reading through the uh, the book of true names. Okay. And obviously um, I will give you Yeah, I, I will just give you like the gist. It it talks about the idea that every object has like a true name because in multiple languages, like a rose, let's use that example, a rose has many names, but it is still at the core what it is. And that's the essence of what a true name is. And it gets like long and overly complicated and overly winded, but you don't get to really the good bits in this book this evening. Um it talks a lot about like um, native languages, um, your own perception of yourself. So, for example, when you think about yourself, do you think about yourself as Laughing or do you think about yourself as Balance or do you think about yourself as the Prince? Um, princeling, I, you, like there's a lot of that involved. And towards the latter part of the book, it talks about the idea of soulmates and soul friends and how they can also affect your true name. So there's like a lot of like nearly gritty in it and then basically if you read this book again i will tell you exactly how it works okay yeah so it's i'm trying to i'm trying to give over the idea that these books are really big <laughs> and there is a lot of dud information in there like most textbooks <laughs> so yeah i don't want it to be an instant thing but yes you will get more information on this later but that's kind of the essence of what true name is gotcha okay all right so you do that and meditate all right um Raoul is going to sleep. Ama is nearby with sitting at the bottom of the bed or cuddling up to you. Either way, um, you fall asleep before she does. Zoltana, what are you doing? Um, I don't know. Do I have any promises I made that I can't remember? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. How many gods you wanna, have you met and how many of them did you make well, promises? You want to you lead me a little bit? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm yeah, teasing sure. you. I'm sorry. Um, that's fine. Well, you, you've you've already done the main thing, which is trying to figure out how to solve Kalimorn. That was like your big outstanding quest. Uh, I know I took out a book on how to um, 
do speeches, speeches. but instead of reading yep. that, I am going to go... <laughs> We're going to uh, deadlift it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to go talk to Ama if she's not okay. busy. She's she's not asleep. Um, like you notice that Ral is, and Ama is just kind of like curled up next to him, like sitting up a little bit. So she's still kind of like looking around, and she seems to be deep in thought. Hey, hi. How's it going? It's okay. I just wanted to. I know we don't like know each other too super well yet, but I just want to check in because you know you just came back to life and everything, and I want to make sure that you're like handling it. Okay, I guess. <laughs> Any sense of vertigo, nausea? She kind of puts her hand over one of Rao's ears so that even sleepy Rao can't hear what she's saying. And she says, I have not been sleeping very well. I don't think that Bellum agreed with me. I'm glad to be back, but... I've had some nightmares. I don't like it. Yeah, I I know what that's like. I don't sleep too well either. Um, I feel like there's Zoltana's got to have like something that knocks her out, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly, um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Zoltana punches herself um, to sleep every night. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no, that there, there are like there are like medications or drugs out in this world that you could take to like put yourself to sleep um you've actually had some already um yeah dragons uh, no not dragon sad that's the bad one god's dream, god's dream. Yeah. um oh, yeah. yeah you could take god's dream that would help for sure um otherwise it could just be like the traditional things of reading a lot um walking around a lot um trying to meditate like that kind of thing listen um have you tried god's dream i i have done a few times but not since i've been back uh, I could probably get you some. I, I don't want to accidentally dream. I know that sometimes God dreams can go a little bad, and I don't. Bellum is bad enough. I don't. I don't. That's that's fair. Well, listen. If you ever are having trouble sleeping and you want like a late night buddy, I would appreciate that. It's it's not good to sit and think alone too much. Um, but if you do want to talk, we can't be near Rao because I can't be super quiet for long periods of time. So, <laughs> and she just like gestures to the armor Everything. she's still wearing. <laughs> yeah, like Ama, Ama smiles and nods and she says, I know he's also a little bit sensitive to my voice, so I try not to. It would be good. Yeah. Perhaps, perhaps in a day or two, I'm. Yeah, I'm just getting used to having Rao back here. And you can see like she like hugs him a little bit tighter. Aw, that's so cute. Uh, Zoltana smiles and she's like, okay. And uh, she she's like, I'm glad that he has you back and uh, that you're back in, in general. And uh, she goes to wherever she sleeps and <laughs> is awake for a couple hours and then probably finally like goes to sleep. As you kind of begin to fall asleep, you I would like you to make a religion check, please. Uh, I got a 21. Damn. 21. God damn. Well, yes, God is On a damn. 21. 
God, I stamp. I, I apologize. Um, God, I stamp. As you kind of like, as your eyes are just, as you're laying back and your eyes are just kind of staring at the ceiling, just thinking or, or praying to Adet, you hear kind of what sounds like whisperings in the back of your mind. Just very quiet talkings. And then you hear a voice come through pretty clearly. It's a voice that you recognise pretty much instantly. You shared brain space with her for a couple of days. Oh. You hear an Inverna's voice. And she says, Sultana, I hope this finds you. I hope that you're listening, that you can. Even though you're not up there yet, I just... I just need your strength right now. I don't know how I can keep doing this without Tarvin, but I guess it's that rage that's fueling me on. And I guess I just want to know I'm not alone. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I guess see you soon, buddy. And that's all you hear. Do you want to respond? Can I Can I send her my strength? Yeah, I will do that. <laughs> um, uh, what would that feel like 20 to 20 points of it. Stop. <laughs> no, 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 no. There doesn't be any meta in this evolved at all. Just like, just tell, tell, tell me how it feels for Kythea. Uh, sorry, for Ninverna. Ninverna to feel like your strength. What does that feel like to her? Um, it is a fiery, burning rage. Um, beautiful. It's like drinking a monster <laughs> energy drink. Um, while you're like, <laughs> I don't know, like deadlifting is what it feels like. <laughs> okay, all right. From like, because she's she's definitely a mage. Um, she's definitely more like now become a, a different type of like warlock. It's one um, the pre workout like, kicks like in. Soul warlock. Yeah, she's like, Wah! like she has that feeling, even though she's a mage, and she feels like that surge of magical energy because of what you sent her. Um, you feel that she can feel this. You know this. Um. And that's that's the prayer you get this evening. Um, okay, cool. Squash, yes. is there anything you want to do this evening, or are you just going to go to bed? Uh, Squash has nobody he's going to contact this late at night. Uh, he's just going to retire to wherever he turns to sleep. Uh, uh, I think it's yep. just the bunks, uh, the bu- bunker. Yeah, yeah. And his intention is to get out the book that Demi had, uh, that he found from Demi. Okay. Yeah, you go into the you you basically pull it out of the bag of holding. Yeah. Um yeah. What what do you what do you wanna what are you what are you studying? I'm assuming this is this is your path now. Yeah. Uh Squash wants to learn a little bit more about magic. Um the 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 receptionist, his name is Trampel. Trampel, thank you. Said that Squash needed to know at least a little bit about magic before he'd help him at all. So Okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Trampel's like, I'm not gonna teach a noob how to cast magic, he shouldn't know how to cast. Yeah, that's So Squash is gonna start working through the book, the 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 Magic for Idiots book that Demi had written. (laughs) Well I'm not Oh my god. Okay. Um all right. Um, what? Okay. I need to open up the great experiment in magic. It's not technically magic for idiots. I can show you spectre magic. I can show you brain magic. Um, you can hide things in the stuff. Okay, brain. so 
Are you so you're going to be reading this book on magic? Um, are you going to start anywhere in particular, like high level magic, trips, no. runes? Squash is not crazy. What are you looking for? Uh, Squash is going to work his way chronologically through the book. Okay. Uh, we're right, skipping then. the introduction, and this book is written by this person, <laughs> and it honors this person. And like, here's a quote from a random person you don't know, but that knows the author. All that garbage. We're skipping that. Um, the introduction is literally that very first little bit that I read out to you. I remember. There is not... Like, Demi is known was, for talking a lot, but there is not a lot of bullshit in this book. No I prologue. Know, I, was, I was making fun not of... Not much prologue, yeah. You've had the prologue. Um, I was making fun of real world books. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Fine. Fine. Okay, fine. You bypass the intro, the dedications, which has you know, beautiful words to Dana's like grandkids yep. and her, her, Skip. her children, Skip. and Dana's Fast like forward. love of her brother, and Passing you know escape. talking about her Passing, friends, Passing you know Skip. the people that she cares FF. the most about FF. in the world. But you're skipping past that. You don't you don't care about that ever. Escape, right. escape, escape, okay. escape. Um, <laughs> holding space bar. You, the very um, beginning of this book tells you about runes. It basically tells you how to construct them, what they look like. Like, if you're looking at it, you need to know some basic terminology. And that's what the first chapter of this book is about. It tells you about runes, and that is basically how they show the magics. It's how wizards learn. It is how they can interpret what is on a sorcerer's body when natural runes appear. Um, There's a lot of, like, talking about that. Um, Okay. Squash starts uh, reading through that, and I imagine that... Uh, Squash doesn't waste a lot of time and he eventually has in the bed that he's uh, sitting in, he has the book open and has a, a quill and an ink and he's like drawing the runes on his hands, like practicing to make like the right patterns. And he's like already okay. like in his mind. Just using normal ink, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't have access to an magical okay. ink. Yep. Wait, what yep, game did I have access yep, to? Sure. It's not this game. That I no, it's not this one. No. Oh, no. Technically you do. Um, you know that you have um, on top of Demi's desk. There was a right. Ink no, no. Well, Squash is not playing with. with that. That is fire. Squash is not. Are you sure you don't want to no. play with actual magical ink? No, right, no. Okay. Squash is just practicing like the 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 rooms, the patterns, and like doing that. Like uh, what's it called? Like flip cards or something like that. Uh, oh, flashcards. Flashcards. He's like doing that just using his yeah. like hand and like just trying to memorize and things okay and uh as like the evening draws on and squash can feel like his brain isn't operating anymore on the level it needs to be to absorb this kind of information Mm -hmm. uh he's gonna sneak his hand into his backpack and he's gonna get out another god stream okay um uh, we've talked about using god stream as a study aid um it's 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 a thing. It's not a wise thing. Not that Squash really knows that because magic and this sort of thing shouldn't mix. Um, it's not made abundantly clear in the book, but that may have been in the intro that you just decided to skip over. Skip, skip. Um, <laughs> Holding down space bar. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Um, what is your what's your where does your dream start? Well, Squash is trying to remember runes. So okay. Uh. May I? Yes, please. Okay. As you are looking at these runes and like like trying to figure out like this is a part of the component, this is what it says. This this part of the spell this part of the rune tells you how to say something. 
As you do that and you begin to like drift off a little bit, your mind is still so focused on this that it just blurs through at quick speed. And sitting opposite you is kind of this charcoal drawing, which seems to be very animated. And it's of your friend Osmark that you drew in the closet. <laughs> Squas <laughs> uh, uh, does the thing where you don't realize you've entered a dream. Like everything just kind of blurs together, <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like quickly just goes into like, okay, Osmark, like which one of these rooms meant magic again? Because I'm, I'm, I'm I know this one doesn't mean magic, but like, it's- oh, silly squash, they all mean magic. They're all different parts of magic. So magic comes in all these different schools, but really, it comes from like your heart just here and they they tap over their like coal drawn hearts <laughs> they tap that a few times it comes from here and it comes from your soul and your spirit and from your mind there are people who can do magic from the mind and it's all about studying things but some people they work on instinct much like great singers can learn how to be good singers or they can just be naturally that way that's what all of these different runes mean. These ones, and they kind of tap the book. It doesn't move even though it should because you're in a dream and you're still kind of seeing what's going on. They tap the book. It's like, and this, this this is how wizards learn. Are you going to be a wizard, Squash? Uh, I don't think I'm going to be a wizard, but I'm I'm practicing to do magic. I'm going to cast the <gasps> biggest spells. Again, this is like dreams where they just get <laughs> fluid and don't actually make any sense and they're not actually attached to reality anymore. Like, I'm going to cast the biggest spells <laughs> yep. and I'm going to heal Verondra and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go to all the the planes of existence. <gasps> and for that wow. I need magic. I'm going to save yeah. everybody. Sure, that'll be real. Then you'll be a real hero and an adventurer. Yeah, we'll be heroes. Oh, I wish I was with you. You're gonna be with me because we'll be magic. Okay, well, to do that, we have to study more magic. <laughs> right, right, and right. And Osmark will very excitedly talk you through runes. Right. I am not gonna do that. Oh, are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> As it hits towards the end of your, um, of like the dream, like just before you're beginning to wake up or just before you slip into like proper unconsciousness where you aren't dreaming. Yeah. Osmark suddenly reaches forward and you feel like a kind of like very uh like coal like substance on your shoulders. You can just feel it through like your 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 whatever it is that you're wearing. And um he says, But you have to remember things about magic, they always cost things. Bye. There's always and a sacrifice. Squash, in line with uh what is happening to Squash, you are going to lose your advantage on initiative. Oh, Oh, you bastard. He says that like, I haven't told him this is going to happen. <laughs> I've forgotten how soon and quickly it happens. <laughs> All right. That's the first part of of, uh, of of what it is that you're going through uh, removed from your character. So, Hello, and thank you for listening to episode 141 of The Lucky Die. Yeah, we've gotten real far and there's a lot to say. Uh but uh, I want to start by thanking Kessie and Jay for their voices as Lisbeth and Emil Scott, respectively. And I want to thank our newest patron when this is recorded, Sir Newton. Thank you very much. Uh, if you ever want to get in contact with us, you know that you can contact us through the email theluckydiepodcast at gmail.com. And we respond to all and every message. It's, it's really nice to see you and re- react to people. Uh 
other than that, I just want to encourage everybody to check out our Discord. Uh, we're very active there. It's very fun. And yeah, uh, stay tuned for uh, uh, a little ad read with a V. So, uh, bye. Hey everyone, it's V here and I have my buddy Ivor. Hi there. Tell us a bit about your show, Ivor. We are a brand new Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition podcast. We'll be playing through the Rime of the Frost Maiden. We'll be leaning into the the horror aspects and the bleak, frigid north of Faerun. But there are six of us in total. Um, <laughs> me and five players. You are incredibly brave. <laughs> I'm incredibly filled with regret. You're a very, very person. Um, so where can we find you online? Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Beyond Dice Pod. We are Dungeons Beyond Dice, anchor.fm forward slash Dungeons Beyond Dice. Your cast are from England and... England and various countries through Europe. Go check out Ivor's show and I'll put links in... I'll ask Neil to put links in the show description. We bow to she who wears the crown, let the world shiver with dread. Clad in winter's whitest gown, her snow enshrouds the dead. Sovereign of summer's lost, general of winter's war, long live the queen of cold and frost, may she reign forevermore. Dungeons Beyond Dice, an actual play podcast, coming to your ears February 3rd. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.